What's up, Hashtag59? Welcome back to our Midwest Adventures podcast season. Mike R. here. Jill G. and I, on the inside, go to what is dubbed by Good Morning America, the prettiest place in America. And we hit the rivers, do a little hiking, explore the beach, and give you a great place to have a drink and eat some grub. Where is that place? Well, of course you're going to have to come on the inside and listen to us. See you there. Welcome, welcome back. Hashtag 59 podcast and welcome back, Jill G. Thanks. Had Chez on for an episode. It's good. Lauren and Stacy. I know. I feel like... I feel like that's the way to go. I I still want to be on roundtables. Yeah, that's what that's how Amy and I started I, uh, the I podcast. Think that, I think that's the direction we need to move. I found out lots of interesting stuff. Really, I did. Well, we're glad to have you back. And what an episode we have to talk about today! Did you know what a portage was? I did, but I imagine them more like in Cuyahoga Valley National Park where they're historical pieces that they used to use in the 18 or 1900s to move boats through the locks. Well, I think that's what this was as well. We, we... Portage. Yeah. And we, we picked the first time to take our pup kayak, our nine-month-old pup Cotopaxi kayaking with yeah. a three-portage stop in Pure Michigan. Yeah, so let's get into it. Yeah, so <clears throat> as... Most of you know, if you've been listening, piecing it together, this season is all about outdoor adventures in the mid... I, the Midwest is kind of a loose term, I think, but yeah, concentrated in the central part of the country. Midwest adventures. Yeah, let's stick with that. It's not really central. Yeah. Can, uh, we, can we edit this out? No. Okay. It, this, is, this is the behind the scenes the, list, the listeners really need and want to hear. They just logged off. So we went <clears throat> to the town of Glen Arbor, Michigan. Yeah. Which is the gateway, one of the gateway towns to Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore, mm-hmm. which we've been living at in the summer. And there they have the beautiful... Crystal River, and we went kayaking. In a double kayak. Tandem kayak. So we took the dog for the first time, and we got back into a tandem kayak for the first time in a long time. Historically, we know that we prefer our own boats. Yes. We both like to be in control of the steering. The, The last time we used a tandem kayak was San Francisco, going out to an island by Alcatraz. That was a sea kayak, though. And that, that was different, I it, feel like, a little bit. Communication was not... Was high. Well... On high alert. Intensi- yeah, intensity was high. Communication was low. <laughs> <laughs> and, th- and then last year, we were going to go at it again in Alaska. And the waters seemed a little too rough for I, you. I freaked out. Because, again, I didn't realize... I don't know where we... Well, we were at the National Park. We were in Glacier Bay. I didn't realize it was, yet again, a sea kayak. I'm more into river kayaking. The boats where you kind of sit on top of the boat, like you're not, like, nestled in the boat. Like a sea kayak, that... 
I don't like the idea of rough waters like that. To regroup on the Alaska, we wound up, instead of doing a tandem tour with the trip leader, Rachel, I wound up just going in a tandem kayak with Rachel and you just went and set up our tent. I just watched for bears for six hours. Yes. So here we are, though. Crystal River, river kayaking, tandem kayak. Pretty good experience. And I think a pretty fun experience for people if they're in the area. and Because there, there's tons of hiking. There's tons of fishing. There, this is a little bit of a nice different opportunity to see a different part of Sleeping Bear and the beauty of the area. It was not exactly what I thought. But it was a really nice day. It's a, you go, I think they say 4.5 miles down the river. First they bus you out. And so you're. Coming back. You're. As to the canoeing. I guess they do have canoes too. Kayaking back to Crystal River Outfitters is the group we went yeah. with. And so it's 4.5 miles. They say it can take two to three hours. It took us just under three hours. Um, and it's very family friendly. For the, I mean, yes, it is. You so there's three there's three stops along the way. There's a portage, so you have to get out and carry your kayak across the road or no the first one is a dam yes which is like 0.3 miles you basically just get <laughs> you pa- settled in paddle for about three minutes not even and you hit the first dam and so they have it blocked off and you have to go up on the right carry your kayak maybe what 10 feet and then get settled back into it the second portage is optional the second portage is op- optional where you would go up and over a road or they have something called riding the tube. Shoot, shoot the tube, right? Shoot the tube. I called it the tube of terror before we got there. <laughs> because it's like a drainage tube. It's a drainage tube. You go through a drainage tube. Oh, my God. Probably, and that's like halfway point. So for the first 90 minutes, my heart was racing just thinking about the tube of terror. Let's talk about the tube of terror. Okay. We, we thought at first you and Code Epoxy were going to get out. Possibly, because I was scared of it. And then as we were approaching, I said, this is not... It's a drainage tube. ...quite as terrorizing How as How big do you think you... it was? 10 feet? I bet, it was thir- I bet it was 25 feet. No. Yeah. You do? Because the... I bet... No, actually, I bet 40 feet, because the... the tandem, no, no, The tandem no. kayak is 10 feet. Okay. We I'm went through... with 20. It was about a... It was about... 10 to 12 seconds that we were in that tube. So you have to lean back, of course, because it's a tube. And there's three options. We went in the farthest left one because she told me that would be like the biggest one for a tandem. And you flow through it. And it was not. And then you come out into kind of a little. almost got stuck. You kind of come out into like a little mini rapid and you have to. So then you have to pop back up. You have to steer left. And go left. It It was funny, but it was, I would say. A fun, a fun little 12 second heart pumper, but hardly the tube of terror. Hardly the tube of terror. No, I would not think much of it again. And then Portage 3. Portage 3, you have to kind of go up a little hill. You get out of the water again because it, the river, I think those, those like drainage tubes or whatever are too, the water there is too high or they're too low, but you have to go up and over the road. And that one, you had to cross the road. That one was a little harder with the tandem and and the puppy. But, and then you had, it was like a sharp, it was like a sharp 
downhill to get it back into the water, I fell in. Yes. That was pretty good. <sighs> I did gracefully, not fall out of very the kayak. Gracefully. I did. It was like slow motion. But I did fall into the water. And that water was at least two feet deep. No, it wasn't. It was like it was like maybe a foot. But my but my intensity was high. So overall we are back we are back on the tandem kayaking trip. Yes. And I would say probably the biggest challenge was that this time of year, or at least this trip, the water was really low. Um, so I think that I, we had trouble. Like, we got stuck a lot. Which like, I think if you had a I mean, single kayak, you would not. We're talking not about have... six inches deep, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe 12. I don't know. Probably being dramatic. But we got stuck a lot. But overall, beautiful area, beautiful river, fun way to get out and explore. We were looking for a way. We, we, bought, we bought this rough wear life jacket for our dog, and we put him in a kayak back in Columbus in March, and he looked terrified. Mm-hmm. And we thought, he's probably not going to really go kayaking. We let him swim a few times in some of the lakes up here. But overall, I thought... Dogs do kind of like the... He was not terrified He's not terrified. I think by the end, he was ready to get out. I thought it added a pretty funny layer to the process, though. Having a... Just like probably having a child would be even more complicated. Having the dog was kind of funny, though, because he he would just sit there and stare at us if we got stuck somewhere or got turned around. There wasn't... He didn't have a little paddle. No. And... He was not pulling his weight. No. It was really fun. And when you book it, um, you have the option of of booking a large pour of wine at the winery um, next door, M22 Winery. We should have added it on. We didn't add that on, but we did go over there. And bought our own pours. Yeah. So it was nice. Uh, Crystal River Outfitters. I also went kayaking with the friends of Sleeping Bear Dunes on a river cleanup earlier this year on the Platte River which actually was with a different kayak canoe outfitter down on the Platte River outside of Honor, Michigan. So if you look at the Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore, I think a lot of people remember think of the protection of the dunes, Lake Michigan, and the bluffs, and some of the islands. But actually, it also includes the Platte River, which is further south, and then the Crystal River, which is further north. And they both feed into other bodies of water, Crystal River into Crystal Lake and the Platte River into Lake Michigan. But it's a nice way to explore a different part of the park that mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people know about. Well, and I know this isn't in the park, but you also did the kayak, bike, and brew. Yeah, yeah, so, we went in Traverse City uh, out of the Traverse Bay, which feeds into Lake Michigan, mm-hmm. which was also, yeah, that was a fun experience when our friends Jerome and Leanne came up to visit us, which is a Exactly as it sounds. You bike some, you kayak the Traverse Bay, and you stop at a couple craft breweries. One's on the water, though, and you kayak right up to it, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. Yeah. So three paddle adventures. Three paddle adventures. That you can do in northern Michigan. Actually, there's probably a lot of really great places that you can just pop in a kayak and, and tool around. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a, as the license plates say up here... Water Winter Wonderland. I kind of like that. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't know if uh, Pure Michigan 
invented that one too, but uh probably thanks to Malin. It's got got a little hang to it. A couple other things you can do if you're gonna be going with the Crystal River Outfitters, as you mentioned, they own the M twenty two winery. They also own the M twenty two cyclery. That cycle shop is right across from the kayak place. And it they had everything. They had those burly add-ons, like if you had kids or dogs, like those trailers. And there's a huge bike path around there. The Sleeping Bear Heritage Trail is I I don't it's over it's 30, 40, 50 miles. It's a it's a really long trail that runs through Sleeping Bear. So if you don't have if you don't bring your bike, you can rent one. And even early that morning, there was a lot of people simply biking around there. I mean, it, you could tell it was a hot spot for that. We opted instead of biking to go to the winery, have some of those northern Michigan white wines that we've grown accustomed, grown accustomed to. And right across the street was a food truck called Fried. Mm-hmm. And I got a phenomenal meal. I did too. Yeah. What did you get? I got a fish sandwich, but what was it? Walleye? It was Great Lake Walleye. Yeah. With a lemon aioli. It was good. And I got homemade falafel balls with pickled onions, tabbouleh, hummus, toasted pita, and then we shared their home fries. So good. Unbelievable seasoning. It, the fried food truck is, you can also bring and eat it in the M22 winery. It's right next to the kayaking shop. Yeah, it's all right there, kind of in the heart of town. I don't know. You've been to Glen Arbor before. Is there just a little bit more if you keep going down the road? Yeah, it's actually kind of right on the edge of town. If you're coming from Leland or Lake Leelanau, that word just does not come out Mm -mm. safe for me. And we've lived here for six weeks. We learned it wrong first. So now it's hard to say it correctly. It'll be, you'll run right into it. It's right on M22. Which is my new favorite American highway outside of the PCH. It is? Yeah. Your second fa- you have a second no, favorite I've, American highway? I do. I do. Number one. Stay tuned for number three. Yeah. Uh, probably Route 66, actually. We don't even need... Or Oh, oh no. You already know? I don't know. I think number three is probably the the one down in the... Going to the Florida Keys There's that you take all the way to the end. I don't Key think West. it's that one. There's one in Florida, though, that's, like, famous. That's... No. No. It's not that. Like, it's, like, branding famous. Like, people put, like... Vanilla Ice is A1A. Detour Avenue. Yeah. Is I'm that what you're talking about? No, I don't okay. know what I'm talking about. Somebody will know. It's, like... I don't know. I'll, don't worry. We'll add it in the show notes. Okay. Uh, final... Couple final tips actually if you're in the air if you're right in Glen Arbor and you want to go hiking you could go the one of the very few non-pet friendly trails is the Sleeping Bear Point Trail which gives you sweeping views of Lake Michigan you can also go swimming in Lake Michigan pretty strength I would say one of the more strenuous hikes in Sleeping Bear also right outside of Glen Arbor is actually Cotopaxi and I's favorite longer trail hike which is Alligator Hill. And that trail gives you awesome views of the Manitou Islands on Sleeping Bear, gives you a great view of Glen Arbor. And you can, on this Alligator Hill, hike 7 to 10 miles pretty easily if you combine the beginner and intermediate 
and or advanced loops, depending on how you want to run through it. Okay, I was listening, kind of, but I was also looking up, it's 30A. The Florida 30A. You see a lot of, like, bumper stickers and t-shirts, and it's kind of like, I'm sure it's more of a branding thing, but they've made that area, see where it is on here? Mm Mm-hmm. What is that, the western side? Yeah, it looks like it. Of, like, I think it's more of a tourism kind of thing, but they hooked me, apparently. I'm going. I'm going the one. I'm going the one to Key West, number three. Yeah, that's good. M22, number two, and the PCH, number one. Yeah. There's. I don't have a favorite highway, but I'm gonna think about it. This this American Highway bonus system is brought to you by the Department of Transportation (laughs) Services. No, 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 friends. Uh, Final final thing to do in the area that we finished up this adventure day with was Port Oneida has. It's a historic district in Sleeping Bear Dunes, has cemeteries, old historical buildings that you can walk around and explore. Also has a couple trails and it has my favorite secret Lake Michigan beach. Yeah. Yeah, I went there for the first time and it's just a really small path. What? Ugh, I, we're not good at this. Maybe 30 feet down? I don't know how far. A hundred. Okay. It's not very far, though. A really short walk. Kind of steep, though. A little steep. You gotta be sure-footed, for sure. Just because it's sandy, too, so so it's a little bit. But then you hit that beach, and wow. I mean, honestly, it looks like the ocean. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's like a turquoise blue. Um, That's like Michigan, right? Yes. Okay, perfect. Oh, it's beautiful. It is. Yeah. And you can see Sleeping Bear Dunes to the left. Like, you can see the sharp, like, drop point off of one of the top dunes that we had um, driven by. Or I had driven by. You'd hiked it. And then what was to the right? Something the Manitou right. Islands. Oh, yeah. You could see both the South and the North Islands. And then something was all the way to the right, I thought you said. Pyramid Point. Pyramid Point, yeah. Yeah, which is another hiking trail at Sleeping Bear that Cotopaxi got about 400 little burrs in when he was hiking. Chased a chipmunk into a burr bush. And didn't even care. Nope. Just wanted his dad to spend about 45 minutes picking them all out one by one. Uh, But that beach is uh, famously called End of the Road Beach. And it can also be just found called by Port Oneida Beach. I was going to say, you say it's secret, but really there's just not a lot of signage there. If you Google it ahead of time... It's right on the map. That's how you found it. It's right on the map, but... It's beautiful. It's definitely, and there was, it was hardly anybody there, too. Yeah, and there rarely ever is. Mm-hmm. Really nice, it's a nice way to spend. Area. Yeah, and all, all this stuff that we just described from Sleeping Bear Point all the way to Pyramid Point with the Crystal River, the food truck, the winery, the bike trail, and Port Oneida in between. We're talking, this is all in like two square miles, three square miles. It's yeah. a really nice northern part of Sleeping Bear. That I think doesn't get. I think Empire Bluff and some of, and the Dune Climb and the Pier Stocking Drive get a lot of the chatter and a lot of the visitors. And this part up here, I think, is a really, really underrated part of the what Good Morning America dubs is the prettiest place in America. Oh, that Sleeping was on a billboard, Dunes. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, they've kind of caught on to yeah. it. Yeah. So we're back on the Tandem Kayaks. We'll be back with another episode with another one. Maybe we'll oh, go- I don't know. Yeah, what do you think? Another Tandem Kayak? You know, we are going to Red River Gorge, Kentucky later this year for an episode. 
in a camper van. And I did see our friend Kimmy Yo did tandem cave kayaking. No. No? no my heart just started thumping out of my chest. Cave kayaking in a yeah. tandem? Yeah, wow. Can't do it. Stay tuned, friends. Uh, thanks for listening to the Hashtag 59 podcast. As always, we appreciate your reviews. And if you like the episodes, simply subscribe. They're all delivered to you then on your podcast app. Or if you prefer to go old school and listen to them on the website. Speaking of our website, we have 110 plus podcast episodes, a couple hundred blogs, including several on this northern michigan area and really any place around the world on outdoor adventure and we have our trash club trash cleanup event schedule always posted and updated so until next time any final parting words for you kayakers jill g code epoxy what do you think he's just been trying to eat my socks Yeah. yeah you've been very quiet during this episode thanks friends for listening we'll see you next time on our midwest adventure season Mike R. Jill G. signing off. Peace out.